Getting Works podcast. Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting Works, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. 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 internet getting worked is back i'm mike this is getting worked hello so man i turned fucking 40 y'all it's it's my birthday cue the birthday All right, all right, that's enough of that. So part of turning 40, part of getting older has been a lot of reflection. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, st- stuff I was into when I was a teenager, like comic books I used to read, TV shows I used to watch, bands I used to go see. It's weird how when, when you have these big marquee birthdays, where your mind goes. And this week, I wanted I wanted to put together an episode in that spirit. I wanted to share with some of the listeners of the show, all the listeners of the show, one of my favorite stories I've ever told. In 2017, my friend Brendan and I were lucky enough to interview and interact with Jim Cornette. Uh, we had a few opportunities to hang out with them went down and recorded a, a big two-part episode for the podcast we were doing at the time uh, called dinner with Cornette that parlayed into an opportunity for myself and Brendan to go to the Lexington comic-con with Jim Cornette and and because of that I have one of the wildest fucking stories I've ever had to tell you're going to hear someone referred to as anonymous wrestling legend in this show. And we're not going to reveal who that is. I'm sure those of you who are wrestling fans might be able to put two and two together. But make sure that you like, subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. This is available whether you got it on gettingwork.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Make sure you like and, and leave a review. Make sure you follow every Thursday night on twitch.tv slash gettingworked as well. We've got Thirsty Thursday going on over there, playing video games, watching music videos, uh, getting drunk and fucking partying. Join the party. 
But back to the story. I want to go ahead. Like I said, it's my birthday. I'm about to crack a drink, about to celebrate. Let's get into this episode. So this is a throwback to, like I said, one of my favorite stories of all time with my friend Brendan, an anonymous wrestling legend. Before we get into the next part of this story, I have to uh, issue a disclaimer. For the, ne- for the rest of the story, there is an individual we are going to refer to as Anonymous Wrestling Legend. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just because one thing we don't, we, we don't, we don't want to incriminate or disparage or slander any person, place, wrestler, legend, childhood hero out there. Oh, this was my childhood hero. This is Brendan's childhood hero. Oh, so uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Well, there's there was I a mean, little disclaimer and, from from us to you here. And at Comic Con, you never know who's going to show up. So you this never could do. be a build or unbuild person who was setting up there or not setting up there or meant to be there. So we're sitting right. there and we're sitting behind the booth and we're just eating pizza and shit with them. Some good damn pizza. I was on the meat and. Cornette hates veggie pizza. We find out. We find out through the grapevine. Uh, DDP's flight. Oh yeah, he's not coming was in delayed. on Friday. He wasn't, he wasn't gonna make it Friday. Like Flair was only there on Sunday, and certain people weren't there right. certain days. But DDP was times. supposed to be there. And yeah. his flight got delayed, and he wasn't there. All of a sudden, we're sitting there eating pizza, and around the and corner, majestically sudden, in a pink T-shirt, walks a. And this pink person. T-shirt says, "Don't laugh. It's your girlfriend's shirt." I look up, and it's none other than Anonymous Wrestling Legend. (laughs) And Anonymous Wrestling Legend looks right at the two of us, right at me, and right at you. What does he say? Hey, come here a second. I need you guys' help with something. Come over here. I need your help for a minute. I need your help. So we're on it. I I look at Brendan, and we look at each other. We have that split second. We have that moment where we're like, oh, my God. This This, is Anonymous Wrestling Legend. Legend. I cannot believe that anonymous wrestling legend just said that to us. So we get up, we start walking over to anonymous wrestling legend's booth. As he says to me, "All right, so I heard Paige ain't gonna be here today, so I'm gonna take this booth over here." Yeah, apparently, anonymous wrestling legend decided without anyone's consent that he was gonna switch his booth with Diamond Dallas. Pa- so I'm five foot eight, and yeah. whenever I see a. Yeah. Whenever I see a daunting task like moving something above my head, well, the, the, the thing is, he like points. He points. He we got to take down that sign that says Diamond Dallas Page. We got to take that down. Yeah, so and then I we had to switch it with anonymous wrestling legends sign. He had a sign on him for some reason. Yeah, there was a sign. He had a sign with him. He carries it with him everywhere he goes. Um, but you don't think you're tall enough. I didn't think I was tall enough, and he informed me if I stick my finger up here, it's gonna be tall enough. <laughs> and I wish you could see. I wish you could. Mike could maybe explain. (laughs) All of a sudden, we're walking with an anonymous wrestling legend. And out of nowhere, he just Brendan's like, "I don't think I can reach." Well, I stick my finger up here. Yes, I bet you reach. As as I I I clenched up. First off, yeah, I clenched. That up. was the first moment that the curtain on my childhood was yanked back. <laughs> this is when things get really, really weird. It starts going downhill for my here. Like, okay, so, uh, yeah, and uh, he we, did. We he pull did. over two if, of the if, flimsiest if you take your chairs. Hand, if you take your hand and you uh, close it into a fist. And point your index finger at the ceiling, and then just go upwards a few times. That's what he did when he that's, said, that's "Put my finger up he your made. ass." He made almost, a motion with it, almost like he was trying to clear I, out, a, clear a clog out of a drain that was in the ceiling. I saw the like, finger with his finger. Yeah, like he was trying bad. to unclog a drain in the ceiling. 
With well, then finger. he then he turns and goes, "Any you bush smoke." We're, we're, uh, the f- so we immediately go to smoke with anonymous wrestling legend because absolutely why not? What exactly like uh, fuck why, yeah? Why the fuck wouldn't we? Well, yeah, I mean, just we'll go walk around with them. And so yeah, of course we're getting stares, we're getting looks. Yeah, so we walk outside. We go out this special like kind of corner back entrance. <laughs> we, to the yeah, loading we, we, dock. we we pass by all the booths by everybody. We walk out through these double doors and out onto this patio. I'll never forget the moment. Area. We're walking in a line. It's anonymous wrestling legend leading. Mike, you myself. See people, you see people looking. Yeah, the door then swings open to the outside. It, frigid. It's it was a fucking cold day. The Very wind, cold. The wind was brutal. It was freaking cold as hell. That door shuts. He turns to us. First words out of his mouth. Prop the, well, first off, he goes to prop the door open yes. with a chair. Yes, right. He goes to prop the door open with a chair so we can get back in. A security guard looks and goes, those doors are unlocked. Oh, all right. All right, cool. Good deal. Oh, Good, right deal. Good looking right. out. Good looking cool, out. Cool, cool. All right, all right. So we walk over. I, I pull out a cigarette. I put it in my mouth. I look at Anonymous Wrestling Legend. He already has his lighter. He's holding it. I take it, light my cigarette, hand it back to him. These edibles are kicking in, man. (laughs) First thing out of Anonymous Wrestling Legend's mouth. These These edibles edibles are kicking kicking in, man. man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like a mantra in the fucking sunlight. The curtain was pulled back on my childhood for the second time. Brendan's childhood is just getting destroyed at this point. You were so awesome. Still, still awesome. I mean, awesome on a whole nother level. Like, I want to party with you. Right, like... You are the most savage woodland mountain person. Like, there's no filter. Like, no, you're just going to say everything. Okay, that's where we're going with this. But there also is a little part of my brain that's just like, dude, you're a savage. Wait, you're also going to do what? Oh, I'm going to open up a place called Anonymous Wrestling Legends Juice Joints. Juice Joints. Juice Joints. I'm going to take, take healthy juice. And infuse it. I'm going to put weed in it. Marijuana. I'm going to make it to where it gets you high. Yeah, healthy and good and get you up there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to love it. It's going to be Anonymous Wrestling Legends Juice Joints. joints. And then you're going to realize... Yeah. All right. So anyway, we so, go back inside. So we're, we're so we're, in. so we're, I'm kind of I'm I'm in love and I'm terrified. Right. Oh all yeah. All at the same time. The shit because he could probably still hurt us. If oh, he, he could to. probably he yeah. could probably take me to the ground and make me cry. You never want to get hurt by a man who's on edibles wearing a pink shirt at all. So we walk back inside with anonymous wrestling legend. I'm trying to salvage any kind of conversation at this point. I mean, I'm they, in a daze. They, they, I'm just walking in a daze, like I just got punched in the face. Now we'll talk more about what they actually sell here and stuff like that. But at the conventions, there's so many things you can buy, and there's collectibles. Now I figure, hey, here's a conversation. He comes to a lot of these things. Maybe yeah. he collects stuff. Wait, wait, maybe, maybe, maybe anonymous, anonymous wrestling legend collects things. So I said, hey, anonymous, and he. He, and I said, do you collect anything like this or any kind of stuff you collect? I collect vibrators. While they're still in use. <laughs> oh, oh, God! Oh, and it, it was all gone at that point. So, all right. <laughs> you can literally see the, the life and the childhood <laughs> draining out of Brendan's face like, at this point. It's like, so DDP's going to be here tomorrow? Oh, my I God, can't wait yes! to meet him. I'm going to go stare at the guy from Clerks. Oh Help man, me. it was it was. Help me! And that's just one of our great stories there. I mean, we'll get back to. So the we end drop of the anonymous day. wrestling legends back off, off 
at his, at, at his the asylum. We clock out <laughs> in the woods. We check. We we clock out. Was somebody else takes over? Somebody else grabs his belt loop and is oh, watches him for a little while. So you were in an elevator with Greg the Hammer Valentine. Weirdest fucking thing ever, dude. I'm taking. Um, I'm helping Jim's wife. Uh huh. Move their luggage, and in the elevator, I look to my left, and well, first off, I freak out. Fucking Greg the Hammer Valentine. Greg the Hammer Valentine. And he looks like he wants to punch me in the <laughs> fucking face. I've never encountered a human being who looked more angry. Like, he looked like he was going to choke me out and talk to me about why he didn't want to be there. <laughs> he, he wasn't a pleasant-looking individual. No. He was not as cordial as Anonymous I mean, Wrestling Legend. He's playing that heel thing. Phew! Still, a, well, and still... then I look to his immediate left, and there's a Mm-mm. midget, little person, a little person, a little person. I'm sorry, a little person. I think he's a dwarf. And as soon as the doors close, he immediately launches into these motherfuckers. I just told them I'm a random zombie from The Walking Dead, and they just paid me twenty dollars for an autograph. Fuck these motherfuckers. Jeez. We find out later this individual's name is Sausage No, it's not. (laughs) We found out through the grapevine that certain people in the business... Call him. Sausage Fingers. Sausage Fingers. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, Hammer just doesn't look happy. Hammer Hammer don't hurt him. The whole elevator ride, he says nothing. 14 (laughs) floors, he says nothing. (laughs) Not a word for 14 fucking floors. I'm standing there. I'm just like, this is really awkward. I don't want to look at him, but I want to look at him. I don't want to look to my left, but I'm looking to my left, and I'm staring, and I realize I'm staring at him, and he just looks over, and I imme- I do that weird thing when you, when somebody catches you staring at them, and you awkwardly stare jaunt your face in the opposite direction I don't even look forward for where my body's placed I look awkwardly to my right I'm looking completely to the right I don't just I don't just do a 90 degree turn to where my my head's like forward on my body I do a, a 180 and I'm completely looking to my right, staring at a mirror. I look in the mirror, and he's looking at me again in the fucking oh, mirror on the wall of the fucking elevator. So then I look forward. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> this <laughs> I really hate my sucks. Life right now. So we get out of the elevator, go back to the con. Sit back down. Greg the Hammer Valentine settles into his. I asked a certain individual cave. nearby, I said, he doesn't look real happy, and that individual replied with, that's how he leaves his house in the morning. I don't yeah. want to incriminate anybody. But, yeah, so that was uh, terrifying. And um, at this point, Al Snow had showed up. Who, by the way, could have kicked anyone's ass in that fucking building. Dude, Al, Dude Snow, a- Al Snow looks better than 90% of the people in wrestling now. Yeah, yeah. Al Snow looks amazing. Al Snow, I hate... Okay. Fun-loving dude. Forgive hanging me for out saying with this. People. Al Snow's hot. Al Snow is sexy as fuck. He looks good as a motherfucker. Mike likes that snow. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, he's a, he's a good-looking dude. Looks super good. Yeah. Looks super good. Yeah, big guy. If that was my jam, I'd let him fuck me. <laughs> this has been highly opinionated. My name is Brendan. I'm confused. Just, I know you're confused. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. So at a certain point, before the con even gets going, 
Or really gets into the swing of Really things. gets into the swing. The doors aren't open yet. Everybody's it's, settled into it, their booths. It might still be like just the early point of the VIP, like right around 1 o'clock. I think it was something. before the gates actually opened because it was very, very cordial still at this point. Yeah. Uh, Jim's wife grabs me and says, you know, hey, come with me real quick. Grab your backpack. Grab the backpack. Brendan, come on. Walk across the hall. The hall, you know, walk across the aisle way. And... <laughs> walk right up to Brian O'Halloran, right up to his booth. Dante. Dante from Clerks. From Clerks. Uh, introduces us, you know, oh, yeah, these guys brought bourbon, blah, blah, blah. I pull out the bottle. I show him. We walk around the back. We walk around the back behind the curtain that's behind him, the booth they set up. When you walk up and they have autographs, the booth that the uh, banner is hanging on. So walk around and I'm like hi nice to meet you blah, blah, blah. I'm like he's like oh yeah what do you got I look over and you look over Ming Chen from Comic Book Men on AMC on AMC is looking over Brian waves him over I hold up the bottle of Eagle Rare whiskey Who I pull out of my backpack bourbon fan apparently yeah he's got like three bottles of Eagle uh no Angel's Envy Angel's Envy sitting in his bar on a well, bar on his at his so, table it's some good stuff he comes over, you know, they're like, oh, should I grab cups? And I pull a sleeve of plastic cups out of my backpack. You were prepared. Yeah, Brian O'Halloran looks over and goes, no, he's got cups. He's a professional. <laughs> so That's I'm pulling perfect. this out. This is like one of those moments that you like, you'd never think you're happening. I'm standing there with a shot of whiskey with you, Jim's wife. Yep. Brian O'Halloran, who yep. Dante from Clerks, and yep. Ming Chen from Comic Book Men. What a weird, awesome what five-way toast. What fucking kind of start to a day is that going to be? Right. Right. So, turns out, later in the day, this bottle of whiskey shows back up. I wasn't around at this you time. You missed out on this I one. Miss out on this. I feel bad. Well, later in the day, I, I end up doing a shot place. of uh, Angel's Envy with Ming Chen. Again, I missed out on that one. Which is really nice. Uh, at one point, I'm sitting there. Once again, the lovely lady, uh, the queen of Castle Cornet, comes up to me. Grab your backpack. Come with me. I was like, all right. Grab the backpack. Go with her. Hustling across this comic book convention. You know, I'm like, where are we going? Oh, have, this was now where there's a sectioned off area, right? Where I it was realize. Tires, yeah. I realize we're going around these curtains. I'm like, well, these are all the, whoa, whoa. We're in that, like. Other ends where all the big names are at, because you can walk up to anybody's booth and meet them around the edges of the like the long sides of the conventions. That are like all the Power Rangers are there, yeah. All the artists, the voice of Mario, who is not what you would expect. No, very nice older looking gentleman. Yeah, it's well, me, Mario. But then at the a certain big point, stars... I'm, t- I'm over there and she's talking to Jason Mewes at one point, and I'm standing like ten feet away, and we're just talking and all this shit. But we're running behind these curtains, and we dip behind this curtain. She pokes her head out, and she goes. Michael, I've got the guy back here. We got some bourbon. I hear, I hear. Oh man! The curtain flies open, and it's Michael fucking Rooker. Walking Dead. Merle. Guardians of the Merle Galaxy. Merle from The Walking Dead. Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy. And what was the voice he said? Without missing a beat, he pulls his sunglasses off. Does the most country Merle sounding ass voice? Ooh, bourbon! Gimme, 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 gimme! <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, this is too goddamn fucking cool. I kneel down, fucking pull that bottle out, pull him one. 
Never had the conscience of mind to take a photo. Didn't really want to because that's. I didn't do that with any of I them. I never either. wanted to be that guy. No. Like, hold on, let me take a picture. Like, the experiences this is cool were awesome. Enough. I feel bad enough talking about them, but they're so good. Yeah, this is cool. Some enough. Of the stories are too funny. This is cool enough. So then, later that night, um, I was pretty much just wandering and found found I found the bar at one point for an eight dollar model. Beautiful bar upstairs at the Hyatt wow, Hotel. That place is stunning. That glass ceiling and everything. Yeah, we took advantage really, really of the cool. bar at a certain point and went and got beer. They had a, they had like they're in the. It was a mall, Rupp Arena, the Lexington Convention Center, the Hyatt Hotel, all connect into into one uh, place. It was it was very crazy. Uh, so many unique, weird little cosplays running around and people running around and. So then that night, uh, grabbed a little bite to eat. Came back home. Wrapped up a very, very long Friday that was super fucking fun. It was such a cool place. Um, I really didn't buy anything. I just, I, I there were so many things I couldn't focus on any one thing. Came home, was like, I'm going to have to do that again sometime. Was thinking about going back down on Saturday, and luckily I didn't. I found out Saturday is apparently the day where it's just packed asshole to asshole. I ended up working and open to close at my day job. Ooh, how was that? Anything exciting happened that day? Worked at open to close, and No. Nothing. Not at all, no. Just kept wishing it was the day before. Wish, yeah, wishing I was still at LexCon. Yeah. So the next day, well, that evening, I thought, what the hell? Ric Flair, the only day he's going to be there is going to be Sunday. I'd like to go try and maybe see Ric Flair in person. And uh, a good friend of ours here at Highly Opinionated and one of our sponsors, Landon from Head Shrinkers Press, uh, him and... Myself and his wife, BJ, we all went down there on Sunday, which was definitely the cosplay day. I mean, a lot better. I mean, the outfits and the were just incredible. I mean, some of the stuff that people had done. And uh, that day, Robin Lord Taylor was there, uh, the penguin from Gotham. Yeah, the penguin from Gotham. Very, very tiny guy. And very, very well protected. Like Theo Rossi was there too. Theo right? Rossi was there. He was there on Sunday, Saturday. He's a big wrestling fan, big Jim Cornette fan. Yeah, apparently he came over and said hi to Jim. Got and... a picture of him getting uh, cuttered by DDP there. Yeah, a picture of him in the cutter. Uh, Theo Rossi juice, and uh, he's on Luke Cage doing something on there as well. I haven't watched. I haven't Luke finished Cage. Luke Cage. Uh, so, yeah, Robin Lord Taylor was well protected. But the thing that was funny was. They had these lines and these booths set up for you, or where, where the people were who were the big featured ones, Ric Flair, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith. you got to go through a security point. You've had to buy a opportunity to go up there. There's a line that's almost like when you go to an amusement park to get on a roller coaster. It's a little S-shaped line that goes back. Well, Ric Flair's filled, and he was dead center in this wall. That line came all the way back and then wrapped all the way around to the side and all the way over to Rick where... Ric Flair probably paid for that whole con. And he... Think about it. It made it all the way back around to where the Rick Power Fla- Rangers The were. R- business of having Ric Flair there... Oh, yeah. ...probably justifies that whole con. I will say the one thing that was funny was you've never seen... Every single motherfucker you walk by had a world title belt. Of course, on that's what everybody wants Ric Flair to sign. DDP and Ric Flair were posing with those world titles. People were getting DDP and Ric Flair on the same world title that day. Like, that's freaking incredible. Because so, everybody wants something from a legend. Oh, those were awesome. But you got the best thing. I got lots of things. You got a great story, though. Oh, there were some other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there of was course, you got the final 
the final interaction. Well, it was just it was absurd with a unnamed wrestling legend. Yes, anonymous wrestling legend. Name omitted wrestling legend. Just sitting there, I'm by the booth, uh, and this was actually Friday night. Now that I think about it, this was from Friday when yeah, you and Friday I were night. there. You were gone at one point. This is this is how you this is this how, is how you how and I finished out ended. con together. This is the last moment of, of we the met Lex back con. Up. He this this person was leaving early from their booth. They had done well enough that day. And Anonymous leaving. wrestling legend had made enough money, and they were leaving. I uh, and so as he's walking by, I believe it may have been Cornette's booth. Somebody reaches out to shake his hand, and he missed it, just like just like you'd miss it on a high five or something like that. You leave your buddy hanging, and oh, somebody, just like like you're walking away, like yeah. you didn't even see the person. Yeah, there. and somebody okay. yelled, "Hey, hey, unnamed wrestling legend! Unnamed wrestling legend!" Yeah, what's going on? Oh, he he wanted to shake your hand. Oh, yeah, he did. So he comes over and goes to like shake hand and just sticks his middle finger up. <laughs> what? Takes that same hand. Shoves it between his legs with the force of Michael Jackson, and just goes shake on these. <laughs> and people of the internet, like I said, that is one of the wildest stories I've ever had to tell. And it makes me think as 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 we wrap this episode up this week of getting worked with Mike, as I turn forty. Make sure that you guys take some time, tell the stories, live the life, get the memories. Uh, we only get one shot, so make it fucking count. Once again, thank you all for tuning in this week. I'm Mike. This has been Getting Worked. Make sure you like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, at Getting Worked. Follow me on Instagram, at that dude named Mike. Every Thursday night on twitch.tv slash Worked. It's Thirsty Thursday. Make sure you tune in. I'll see you guys. We got drunk. We marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting worked. There's no G in yet. Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked.